good day to you. This is Pastor Mark Whelan with Touch of God. We are going to focus on our relationship with him and how we can improve it and how we can be more a part of him and he can have more of us. Amen. So where are we without Jesus? As a believer in Christ today, where are we if we are without him? The Bible says that without him, we can do nothing. Amen. Where are we without spending time with him in the secret place? Psalm chapter 31 verse 10 says, For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength has failed because of my iniquity, and even my bones have wasted away. And we know the word iniquity means moral injustice, wickedness, or sin. So the psalmist here in Psalm 31 verse 10 is saying that when his life is spent without the Lord, it's spent with sorrow and years of sighing. His strength has failed because of his iniquities, and even his bones have wasted away. That means that his life in a life of wickedness, sin, or moral injustice has caused him, even his health, to suffer. Now, when you are focused on the things of sin and iniquity and all these things, you are not spending time with the Lord. Your relationship with the Lord is not as it should be. Amen. So when we receive Jesus, we receive life. When we spend time with him, we receive life. The Bible says that he is the light of men, according to John chapter 1. So when we spend time away from him, according to Psalm 31 verse 10, our bones can waste away if we focus on iniquity, sin, wickedness, or moral injustice. So we know that God absolutely abhors sin, and he created the moral law that highlighted how bad it was with the Ten Commandments. Amen. Imagine driving in your town and there is no speed limit sign. There is no law against speeding. People would be going very fast, and there would be a problem because people would have more accidents and more people would be dying in the streets. Similar examples to other laws, if there was no law against killing, those people who want to get revenge on others would be doing terrible things and there would be no punishment. That's why the Lord had to bring in the Ten Commandments, the moral law, to highlight to people that there is right and wrong and there should be punishment for what is wrong. If you look at Psalm chapter 31, verse 19 to 20, in the same chapter, the psalmist says, Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear, revere, and worship you. Goodness, which you have wrought for those who trust and take refuge in you before the sons of men. In the secret place of your presence, you hide them from the plots of men. You keep them secretly in your pavilion from the strife of tongues. So you see the transition, the comparison in chapter 31 of Psalms. In verse 10, we're seeing that the psalmist's life was full of sorrow and years with sighing. And look at what happened when the psalmist was in his iniquity. His bones were wasting away. But now look at verse 19. 
where he is talking about how great the Lord's goodness is. For those who fear, revere, and worship him, goodness which he has wrought for those who trust and take refuge in him. And we know, of course, Psalm chapter 91, that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High receives all those benefits, protection from evil. And verse 20 in Psalm 31 says, In the secret place of your presence you hide them from the plots of men. You keep them secretly in your pavilion from the strife of tongues. Wouldn't you like to be in the secret place of your Lord today if you are not already? You would be hidden from the plots of men, from the scheming tactics of the devil, using those whom belong to him currently who do not know the Lord. Psalm chapter 31, continuing on in verse 23, it says, O love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful and plentifully pays back him who deals haughtily. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. Now these verses, as always, is coming out of the Amplified Classic Edition version. In 23, verse 23 to 24 here, the psalmist in the same chapter, chapter 31, is imploring us all as believers, as the Lord's saints, to love the Lord. In other words, do not love iniquity, do not love sin, but love the Lord. Cherish him, for he is good. He is worthy of our praise. Amen. His mercies endure forever. Verse 23 says, O love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful. So are we faithful to him today? Faithful to him as a friend, as a son, as a daughter of the Most High God. Doing our best, amen. Turning from evil and repenting, confessing our sins and being cleansed by the Lord Jesus of our unrighteousnesses in our consciences, as well as being forgiven our sins and that the Lord shall remember our sins no more. And verse 24, just encouraging you today, it says, Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. So be strong today. It's not automatic that your heart is strong when you receive Jesus your Lord and Savior. But when the grace of God, the power of God, God can strengthen you, as you can do all things through him who strengthened you. Amen. But you have to point your heart towards the Lord. You have to point your focus and your desire towards the Lord and spend time with him in the secret place with the door closed so that the Father will reward you. The Bible says that the Lord will reward those who diligently seek him. So the Lord is very much always continually trying to woo us, to invite us into his presence, to truly abide in him so that he will abide in us. There are two people that want to possess us. One is the devil and one is the Lord thy God. And I can tell you that there is enough demon possession going on in the world with the lost and There needs to be a lot of godly possession going on with the believers, the saints among us, amen, and to the point where we are so filled with the Holy Spirit that we can go about 
in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil, for God is with us, that we may cast out the demons that are so possessing these people that need to know the Lord and come to him so that they may be set free by the grace of God and we may lead them to the Lord. Amen. And they may be sealed with the Holy Spirit. So as Jesus is pulling on you today, he's not forcing you to spend time with him, but he loves you so much. He wants you to spend time with him. But you can go your entire life and not really commit your life to him, not spend time with your best friend. Amen. Not spend time with your Lord and your Savior. But Jesus, nevertheless, is always inviting us deeper and deeper into his holy presence. Amen. Abiding in him. So this upcoming series beginning today, you might say it's the invitation by the King of Kings. Come as you are, the Lord would say. Come as you are. You do not need to be absolutely 100% clean and not committing a single sin in order for the Lord to save your soul, for you to be able to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He says, come as you are. And when you come as you are to the Lord and you receive the Lord and the Lord starts to recreate your spirit, he touches your heart, he heals your heart, and he starts to change the way you feel. You become less burdens on your shoulders. You feel like a weight has lifted off as you focus on him. Maybe you have friends around you that are Christians that will pray for you and help you through this stage. Or you can get in touch with us as well, and we will give you our number right now for you to call. It's uh, country code one four zero seven seven zero five three one five one. country code one four zero seven seven zero five three one five one, and you can also communicate through email at touchofgodradio at gmail.com touchofgodradio at gmail.com and we would love to pray for you we would love to help you through this stage in your walk with the lord and any of you also who are have been believers for some time that want fellowship and want to know more about the scriptures and we can have bible study amen But you do not need to be spotlessly clean to come to the Lord. The Lord is the one who cleanses you. His blood will clean away all the sins, those stains that have kept you in chains for so long. He is the only way, the only truth, the only life. Amen. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus. We have to receive him as our Lord and our Savior. Amen. But he is the one. His blood cleanses you. His blood has paid for your sins to be forgiven. And so have you ever had an unexpected knock on your front door of your home and it happens to be a close friend? You weren't expecting them at all. It was a surprise. And you have not had time to take a shower or change clothes, or brush your hair. They say, well, it's okay. I don't mind what you smell like or what you look like. I just wanted to come and see you. That's how great close friends are. Amen. That's how they are supposed to be. They don't care what you look like, what you smell like. They just want to be with you and see how you're doing and help out any way they can. Amen. You are more important to them than what you wear outside and in your heart on the inside. Now, Jesus, our King of Kings, is no different, except he's a much better friend 
And he's paid a lot more than your best friend you have on this earth. Amen. He's paid so much more for us, and his finished works are just astoundingly amazing. Revelations chapter 3, verse 20. The Bible says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will eat with him and he will eat with me. So Jesus wants us to get to know him and his father, not only to know of him and his father. So in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, the door symbolizes our heart. And Jesus is knocking at the door and he's hoping that we will hear and listen and heed his voice to allow him to come in. We are the one that controls our heart. Amen. The Lord does not control our hearts. He might woo us so that we will decide to receive him, but he by no means will force us to do anything. All choices in life for us individually are up to us and up to our free will, and the Lord does not violate that. Amen. So we have to choose to receive the Lord by faith in order to be saved. Believe in his name, the name that is above all names, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Amen. No one is above the name of the Lord. So as the Lord stands at the door knocking, he's knocking at the door of your heart, and you have full control in your free will to decide whether to open the door of your heart or to leave him outside in the cold. Amen. In Psalm chapter 16, verse 7 to 9, also in the Amplified Classic Edition, David is writing, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. Yes, my heart instructs me in the night seasons. So this is an interesting verse because it is showing that David wants to bless the Lord and the Lord has given him counsel in his heart in the night seasons. Now we know that there is much to be said about the fourth watch of the night, which is 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. in your local time zone. And we know that the Lord is always going to be talking to us. The question is, have we let him into our heart Are we listening to his voice? Are we heeding to it? Or are we drowning his voice with other things that we feel are more important? And this is not to condemn you today. This is to encourage you to to focus even more on the Lord than you already are. Amen. I myself have gone through large chunks of my life not spending time with the Lord, even as a believer. But I have for some time now set my heart on the Lord that I want to know him, not to just pray for people, to lay hands on the sick, do the great commission that he commanded me to do. But I've been focusing on John chapter 15, where he talks about the vine and the branch. And we will talk about that over the coming weeks as we take this slow one verse at a time, because it's very good to slow down in the word and to contemplate, meditate and ponder these verses, for the word of God is life to you. All of your body receives life when you consume this in your heart, in your mind. Amen. So the night seasons in verse 7, overnight, some of you might be working a night shift. So this would actually be in your daytime. But for the people who work or maybe do not work right now, the night season overnight when everything is still, you can spend time with the Lord, 
And that is when you might hear him clearer than in the daytime when you have your phone buzzing, people coming in and out of your home, people coming up to you needing something. You need to be still and know that he is God. Amen. But you have to be still. And one of the best times to be still is in the nighttime. And this is when David is writing in verse 7 that the Lord was instructing him in his heart in the night seasons. He was giving David counsel. Verse 8 says, I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. So David there is saying that he has decided to set the Lord continually before him. What does that mean? It could mean different things to different people. But if you take it literally, it means that when David is at nighttime, he's focusing on the Lord or even in the daytime. Let's put the time aside. Whatever that time you have for the Lord, that you can remove some distractions from your life, you can remove unimportant items in your day, in your schedule, and you can decide to focus your heart on the Lord right in front of you because that's where he is. He's omnipresent, amen, but he is with you, and he is with you most certainly when you are seeking him, you are drawing nigh unto him, he will draw nigh unto you. So it is not up to the Lord whether he wants to be with you, he really wants to be with you all the time. The question is, do you want to be with him? And again, this is not a message of condemnation, this is a message of encouragement that If only you would spend 10 or 20 more minutes a day or an hour or two or more focusing on the Lord in the secret place, amen, in the night season, whenever that time is for you, you will know his presence and you will start to see that you can focus on his voice a little easier and that you will have the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. There is a relationship to be had that the Lord has paid a very high price for to have with you. He's paid a high price for you personally, for you are not your own. You have been bought with a price, the Bible says. So he wants to have some precious time with you, and he wants you to take him wherever you go, to be conscious of him in your life, because he should be your Lord. He is your Lord, and he should confess him as Lord, Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Amen. Confess him as Lord. Believe that God raised him from the dead, and you shall be saved. But continually confess him as Lord in your heart, because someone who loves their friend will say to other people, this is my best friend. They are so reliable. They help me with whenever I have problems, and you talk highly of them. So why would we not talk about the Lord to other people in that way? For the Lord is so much better than your best friend. He is your companion. He is your savior. He has paid for so many things. He is your healer. He is your redeemer, your reconciler. He puts back together what has been broken in your heart. He heals the brokenhearted. Amen. He's here to heal your body today. He's healing you right now when we're speaking to you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. The goodness of the Lord. He confirms his word by his stripes. You were healed. So now your body is lining up with that truth in the name of Jesus. I confess it right now that you are being healed of all sickness, all disease, all pain, suffering. 
I thank you, Lord, for healing the precious hearts of these precious souls at this very moment, that whatever anguish, whatever guilt, whatever they're going through, those chains are falling right now as these precious, precious souls listening to this radio station are focusing on you, Lord, and giving you their cares. They're casting their cares upon you. They're inviting you in, Lord. I pray that they open the door of their heart to you and allow you in to dine with them, that you may take those burdens upon yourself from them as they give them to you, that they would come to know you to an even greater depth than they already do, that they would spend more time with you, Lord, and you would show them things that they do not know as they call upon you. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. And we bless you today, Lord, for your goodness. We do not deserve your presence. We do not deserve your finished works. We do not deserve your sacrifice. We do not deserve your love. But you so love us that you continue to bless us and have done all these things for us. So, Lord, let us in return at least give our lives to you. It is not a payment for what you've done, but it's the right thing to do. It is a right thing in gratitude, an acknowledgement of what you've done. But, Lord, there is so much more to it. There is a relationship waiting to be had with you. For, Lord, there are so many layers and depths to you that we will never find the end of you because there is so much revelation in you because you are the revelation. You are the anointed one. You are the word made flesh. You are Jesus and you are the Christ. And thank you, Father, today for your Son. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. And, Lord, we just bless your holy name. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. Amen. So David in verse 8 is saying, I have set the Lord continually before me. So when I am in my cupboard, my wardrobe, my prayer closet at 3 o'clock every morning, I'm quieting my soul. I'm closing my eyes. I'm sitting in my chair. I'm not praying All the time, I'm sitting still. I'm imagining the Lord Jesus in front of me. And I'm not trying to conjure up something like uh, they do in New Age. No, Jesus really does exist, and he's right in front of me. I don't need to conjure him up. I just need to believe by faith that he is everywhere, but he is also with me in the secret place. The Father is there also ready to reward those who diligently seek him. Amen. So David is setting the Lord continually before him, and that's what I'm doing, and that's what I'm encouraging you to do as well. And just a few days ago, I'm sitting in my chair, and I felt someone prod me on my left shoulder, behind my left shoulder. There was no one in the room, at least physically with me, but I believe it was either the Lord or it was an angel. And as I get more revelations of the supernatural experiences, I will definitely be sharing them with you because it will help you grow in your understanding, your faith, and continue to encourage you to spend time with him. Amen. I'm not here to experience the supernatural. I'm here to experience Jesus. But when we experience and fall in love with the Lord to greater depths, he brings his kingdom with him. As so says Brian Guerin of Bridal Glory, Ministries International. Amen. So today I encourage you to commit to spending more time with the Lord and all these things will be added unto you. Don't worry about the finances. Do not worry about your job. Do not worry about your family. When you put the Lord first, 
you will be committing and applying the truth of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And all these things will be added unto you. So do not fear, do not be anxious for anything. Let your heart not be troubled, but focus on the Lord and everything else will be taken care of. Everything else will be easier as you put the one who created you first in your list continually in the name of Jesus. Amen. So that is the time we have for today. I speak life over your body from head to toe today that you regain your sight fully, that your hearing is restored, that your bones are well, that your body is free of cancer, that your body is free of all pain, sickness, and disease in Jesus' name, that you would just focus on the Lord and be lifted in your spirit as he dwells in you with his Father and his Holy Spirit. So I would just encourage you today to focus on him more and more. Amen. And we will continue this theme and this topic in next week's program. Again, if you'd like to get in touch with us, country code 1-407-705-3151. Country code 1-407-705-3151. And until next week, you have a blessed week. Amen.